Melissa D. Hall, the voice of the female agent, is a sought-after insurance industry expert. She is a source of information for all things business, sales, inspiration, and lifestyle for women in insurance. And guess what? She does it all while, while wearing stilettos. We're excited to feature uh, Melissa D. Hall, who's hanging out with us in the virtual studio. We're going to get right into it. Don't you move. We'll be right back here on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette Mitchell. Charvette Mitchell. Heard and seen all across the world wide web. We are so excited to have all of those that are live, live. Listen from uh, my Facebook personal page, my Facebook business page, my Facebook uh, group and community. Hey, girl. Hey, um, those that are listening in and watching in from LinkedIn. We love you. Twitter. We love you. And certainly YouTube. Uh Subscribe to my channel if you like this content. We can't leave our YouTube uh, viewers out. And then those of you that are going to catch this in the podcast uh, version, iTunes and Stitcher and all the things and blog talk radio, we are excited to have you here. And if you're saying, hey, I don't even know who you are. (laughs) I'm Charvette Mitchell and I work with uh, female entrepreneurs and a few lucky men get sprinkled in to enable them to build their online platforms and personal brands so that they generate more revenue. Uh, And I do that based on uh, promoting their visibility, their marketing and their branding. So welcome to all those that are popping on in. Definitely want to give um, a shout out to Swag Her Magazine, media sponsor. You may be watching this or viewing this from one of their platforms. Swag Her Magazine uses positive media and storytelling to create narratives and mindsets around Black people, our communities, and our businesses and our organizations. Shout out to Swag Her Magazine. Hello, hello, hello. There you go right there. Connect with Swag Her Magazine. And then uh, hello, Betty Jean Stanley. Thank you for popping on in. So let's jump right on in. Today's uh, segment is awesome. My guest is ready. Um, So go ahead and share this out. Absolutely. Women in business, you you definitely want to keep it locked and loaded right here as we chat with Melissa D. Hall. Let me bring her in uh, live on the Charvette Mitchell radio show. Welcome to the show. Hey, Melissa. Hello, Charvette. How are you? I am doing well. Listen, I know you were like, hey, promoting it out to your audience and letting them know um, how to listen and how to tune in. Um, And again, uh, we're excited. Melissa D. Hall is hanging out with us. And so, Melissa, before we went live, we were talking about um, how about three years ago I did this world tour in in air quotes. Right. And um, Raleigh, Raleigh was one of the stops, which is where you are you're located. And I remember we were connected on social media, uh, you know, at the time. And um, I reached out saying, hey, thinking about coming to Raleigh. And you were like, yes, come to Raleigh and had a great uh, event at Brio Tuscan Grill. I don't know if they're still open. I know the one in Richmond. Okay, good, good, good. So um, we had a great event. You were one of our speakers. So it was just great. And I've seen your brand and everything blossom. Um, So kudos and hats off to you, Melissa, for just keeping it shaking. 
Thank you, Charvette. Thank you, Charvette. I appreciate that. I feel like you definitely had a lot to do with that, you know, because oh, Charvette, she has, you know, you definitely helped me out. You have really inspired me, Charvette. Like one thing about you, Charvette, is like I've never seen you have a bad day. You know, uh, I've, I've never seen you had a bad day. I have never even seen you had a bad hair day. OK, <laughs> I don't, you're always ready. OK, yes. And I, and I mean, you really do. You keep it classy. You really um, expose me to a high level brand, you know, and just even the experience working with you. And, and that really transformed and gave me something to strive for. So thank you. Wow, I count that as a high, high honor because certainly you have you have done um so many great things. And like I said, I've just seen you blossom and seen you, yeah. seen you grow and all of that. And so um let's let's jump in because um you have a, a great journey. And so I'd love for you to tell people how your journey began, really. Um in insurance. Sure. Sure. So um, I got started in the insurance industry in 2008. I was a college student going to college in Baltimore, Towson State University. OK. OK. Home of the Tigers. And so like many broke college students, I was looking for a job. I was working at a call center selling cable. And I like hated it. I was on kind of like my last leg there. You know, they gave me uh-huh. the warnings. I was on like the last warning. I could not even come three minutes late. Uh-huh. And but also during that time, um, my uh, grandmother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. OK. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say this, too, like because I want people to really get inspired by this, because I was one of those people who have I probably had like 30 different jobs. By the time I was 21. Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever met a friend like that, but I was uh-huh. one of those friends like, girl, you got another job already? And I'm like, yes, I, I got another job already. Like I I went, I, I've been everything from a clown to selling TVs. To a girl. <laughs> like for real. And listen, let me tell you something. Being that, um, being that clown, okay, I was making like $75 an hour. Okay. So <laughs> in, in college. Wow. So, Yes, I was. I I had to quit that though because my last my last straw with being this clown was they had I was in like a door explorer suit, okay, and it was in Baltimore, okay, and they had a bounce house in the alley, okay. Oh, and so sign number one, sign number one, okay, and so then they invited me. You know, I come up there dressed as door explorer. I make the decision to get in a bounce house in a door explorer costume. Oh, my God. Those kids like really like tried to like beat me up. And I was like, you know what? This is it. So so I left. I left that. I knew being a clown was for me. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, I was so like I said, I was one of those people. I had so many jobs. My resume is crazy. So anyway, people always make fun of me for that. And so I was trying to keep this job at the call center. During that time, my grandmother got diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Wow. So all of a sudden, yeah. So all of a sudden, insurance became a hot topic because one thing about insurance, it's hard to get it when you need it. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. And then also, my mother had saw this thing on the um on the uh what's it called on the TV about a a girl who passed away and her parents still had to pay her student loans. And she was like, Melissa, this is not going to be me. And I was like, okay. She's like, you need to get life insurance. So. I got a call from an insurance company to uh-huh. interview for an agent. And let me tell you, from right there, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I literally quit my job that day. 
Because I wait, pause, pause the break. <laughs> you are a person who had 30 some jobs, but you knew right away. Wow, that is powerful. It was. I just, I know, right? It was like, I just remember the guy talking and I remember the guy sitting next to me. I was like, you want to do this? He was like, yes. I said, okay, I am too. And I just knew it was for me. Everybody told me, no, it's commission only, but I knew it was for me. And like, I quit my job. I remember I had one of those first financial bank credit cards with a 50% interest rate. I had $300 oh on it. I know, right? That's what they do to college students. <laughs> right. I, maxed, I maxed that thing out, you know, getting my license and stuff. Like I... I really like I, I went to that interview on a Monday. I was in class for my license on that Tuesday. I had my license by that Thursday. I literally walked down to that office in Baltimore, the state office, and handed in my results. I said, I need this. I need to get started. And that's how that's how I started. That's how I started. Wow. I yeah. love that. I love Thank the journey you. of entrepreneurship because um, all of us take different paths, right? Some yeah. people, we jump into things and we're, we're kind of figuring it out. Um, but I love that right away. And um, shout out to, to Rita Stewart, who's in similar similar arena. She said, it's hard to get it when you need it. Yes, uh, so it you is. need to have it before you actually need to have it. Welcome to all those that are popping on in, uh, watching us here on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, checking out, hanging out here with Melissa. D. Hall, the founder of the Hall Insurance Group. We're talking about running a business in stilettos. And so <laughs> yes, how did yes. you get the title, The Voice of the Female Agent? How did that come about? Sure. So The Voice of the Female Agent. So I'm just saying, Charvette, I've always had a big mouth. Okay. I have. I've always had a big mouth. I've always like been like this. Say what's on my mind. Okay. Like, for my yearbook for high school, it said, if there's, like, you know how they have the quote? My quote was, and they gave it to me, if there's something that needs to be said, she's going to say it. That's what my quote said. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. I have, yeah, I have just always been that way. And so most people don't understand that insurance, believe it or not, and I know you, most people don't see it, but the insurance industry, 51% of that industry is actually female. Mm. Yes. However, usually we're in like the back office roles, like the support roles, things of that sort, not really out front, not really in the sales part. So what does that mean? Everything for insurance was kind of targeted towards men. OK, so like and like when we would have sales contests, they were always surrounded by uh, over like sports and all that type of stuff. Wow. You know, like always March Madness, you know, Super Bowl of, of insurance type of things. It was never geared towards women, you know. And so I started just getting on YouTube one day and just doing videos just about uh -huh. insurance and how to sell insurance, talking to women. And like, I have a video now, it has over 17,000 views. And it's just, you know, it just kind of grew from there and I just kept posting. And so I was like, you know, I'm really coming from a woman's perspective. Absolutely. I love it. And brand colors are blush pink and all, all the things. Yes. All the things. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to all those that are coming on in from LinkedIn. Welcome. We see you. Thank you for being here and YouTube. And so yeah. the Hall Insurance Group. So you started as an independent agent, but yes. now I've seen you and I've watched you, um, you know, create this team. And so tell us about the Hall Insurance Group. Sure. So the Hall Insurance Group um, is the premier. And I hope you can see me OK, because I know the light. Can you see me OK? Yes, you're fine. Okay, fantastic. Um, so the Hall Insurance Group is the premier insurance agency uh, for Medicare 
uh, in the triangle. Okay. And we're also venturing into the financial planning. Okay. Like I said, I started in 2008. Um, and it's just, well, and let me say this. I did take a break uh, about, let's say about 2015. Okay, because mm -hmm. like I said, I started when I was in college. I actually in Baltimore and I actually dropped out of college to just pursue my dream. Okay. Wow. Yes. And so then it got to a point where it was like my friends started making more money than me. You know, the ones I was in college with, they started kind of uh -huh. they started graduating, they started making more money than me. And then my mom, she's really big on education, and she just would not let me forget that she had spent money on my student loans. And so <laughs> it was like something needs to happen. And so it got to a point I was like, you know, I want to finish this. And so I actually um, took a break and I reloaded relocated from Maryland to North Carolina. Uh, in 2015, in 2017, uh, I got my degree. I graduated. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I got my degree. I graduated. And also during that time, I actually got a job. Okay. I got a job. I was working in banking and, you know, I was just on the clock and I would just say to myself, Lord, if I ever get another opportunity to sell insurance, I promise I'm not going to fail. So ended up, I actually ended up leaving the bank got fired. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just put it out. It's true. I got fired. It happens. Right. But, um, got fired from there. And then I was just like, you know, I'm going to make it work. And I did 2017. And I just haven't looked back. I have not looked back. And I, and I do, I have a team. I have a great team. I have, I have agents in Charlotte, North Carolina. I have agents in Oklahoma and I also have an in-house team and they they are just wonderful people. And they just help me so much. I love them so much. I really do. I'm grateful. Wonderful. So which states can you can you service, provide services to? Oh, I have anywhere in the U.S. Just about. I, I, yeah, I'm Virginia, Maryland, North Carolina, South Carolina, Michigan, Oklahoma. I mean, I have even have clients in Florida. OK. And what type of insurance do you all, the Hall Group, uh, Hall Insurance Group specializes in? Sure. We do. Um, Medicare is kind of like our bread and butter. OK. Mm -hmm. People here know me as Medicare Mail. OK. <laughs> so that's our that's our bread and butter. Um, definitely well, well versed in that. Um, life insurance, also financial planning. So, you know, if you are want to set up retirement accounts, you have money, you want to um, gain more interest, you want to go ahead and retire tax free. I'm your girl to do that. All right. Wonderful. So what we're going to do, um, Melissa, is take a quick commercial break. And then when we come back, I'd love to hear, um, you know, lessons learned, things yes. you wish you knew um, maybe even five years ago. So we'll let you take a break in the virtual green room and we'll bring okay. you back. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Also, yes. All right. And let's have a very quick commercial break. Again, welcome to all those that are popping in and checking out the Charvette Mitchell radio show broadcasting live live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. This segment is brought to you by the sixth annual pop up conference for women entrepreneurs. It's taking place November 4th, 5th and 6th in the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. Here's a little bit about it. Sure, how we're gonna get there. I 
got a vision of me actually touching the ceiling. I've got a vision of me actually reaching the goal. We are just day one. It's like every, every time that I ate, God was just messing, opening up doors, and I didn't even want to do this. So after that year, it was just that push that really caused me to pivot my brand. And so I decided to just put everything that I knew, everything that I had, my personality. God has called you as a woman to do whatever your calling is. You can do it. I think if you price by value and you price by results, you'll get that kind of response. If you miss this, you are going to be starving. Oh my God. She does this. Okay? That's how we all this level. You do that by showing up as often as you can with your thing, with your heart. All right, I'm over here jamming on y'all, jamming with me. Okay, that's your personal invitation to join me, the conference host at the Pop conference. This is our sixth year uh, and we'd love to have you go to heygirlhey.biz. Speakers are going to be announced starting early July. So let me bring our guest back up uh, into the studio here. So Melissa, we have a great question uh, that came in um, from LinkedIn from Nicole and she said, retire tax-free? Like, do tell. Tell me more. <laughs> Absolutely, Nicole. You can retire tax-free. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. There are certain accounts and things that are out there, okay, that you can use to accumulate money and retire tax-free and also fund your child's education as well. So like I have a client, she's actually a consultant uh, for the, what she does, she does regulatory consulting, meaning um, like if you're trying to get a medical device approved, she does the, uh, the consulting for that. So anyway, mm -hmm. I'm actually able to, first of all, send her child to college, $75,000 a year she will have, okay? after contributing for only four years, okay? And she'll be able to send her child to school with $75,000 and she will have six figures in her retirement only for contributing for 10 years, okay? See, there's a reason why, you know, they, um, you know, we taxes is such a hot issue right now, okay? Yeah. And, um, you know, this is definitely strategies out there, okay? There are definitely strategies out there. You just have to get around the right people. For All sure. right. I see some hearts and love coming up. If somebody wants to connect with you, where should they go? Sure. If you want to go ahead and connect with me, you can um, you can email me. Hello at H.I.G. East. Or actually, you can follow me on Instagram at Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A underscore D underscore Paul. And let me just say this one thing. Right. So in my studies uh, to become a retirement expert, especially for women, um, who run businesses, the number one thing that I have learned is this, and, and I want everybody to take this when planning, especially for their retirement. Do not focus on accumulation, focus on distribution. So many people focus on making a million dollars, right? Earning a million, making a million dollars, having this big pile of money. But what good is that if it's taxed at 85%? Ooh. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. and that's a real thing because right now taxes are low. Our government is giving all giving out all this money. How do you think they're going to pay for it by raising taxes? Okay, and our and our new president, he's already put it in motion. Okay, so there is strategies out there. You just got to oh. keep your, 
Yeah. Keep your eye focused. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. And I have tagged Melissa uh, on Instagram. So hopefully you're following me. Charvette M on Instagram tagged Melissa and the Hall Insurance Group are both tagged over there on Instagram. And you might even be watching this in IGTV. So uh, I'd love to hear lessons learned, um, what you wish you knew maybe five years ago. Oh, sure. Uh, fantastic. So, um, okay. Is this good? Yes. This good right here? Okay. <laughs> I know right. we, we fight in the sun. We fight in the, the sun. Yeah, this, is it, what, about, what about here? Is this good? Or is okay, that that's good. I can, I can see your face. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. I, I apologize about that. I was trying to get my okay. light right. Okay. It's all right. Okay. It's good. Okay. All right. So um, some of the lessons that I have learned in these five years are a few. And I wrote down a few. So if you see me looking at my paper, I just want to make sure I stay on track. So the number one lesson I have learned is to have a steady source of leads. OK, early in my career, I tried to just do things on referrals. OK, mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people, they try to do, oh, well, I'll just get referrals. OK, the thing about referrals is that that is not uh, predictable. OK, so a lot of times my business will go up and down because I've, I felt that, well, I won't invest in leads. They're a waste of money and I'll just have referrals. And it's something powerful to be able to forecast how many sales you're actually going to get. So when I started investing in leads, a steady source of it, that's when things really started to change for me. Another lesson that um, I have learned in um, which I knew five years ago is to have work hours like have work hours okay yes that was yes that's really big for me so i remember my mom told me one day because i and i and i'm gonna just say like i have not always been successful okay this this journey has gone up and down i've had to stop start restart plenty of times okay yeah and i asked my mom one time i was like mom why is my money so inconsistent she said, because you're not consistent, right? And so oh, 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 wait, somebody needs to quote Melissa's mom. I your know, money right? is not, that's beautiful. Your money is not consistent because your money is inconsistent because you are inconsistent. Okay. Woo, it's ouch, ouch, amen, ouch, amen. Yes, it was out, it was both. And you know, let me tell you, Charvette, I got I got talking the truth from someplace, okay? And it is her. She <laughs> she gives it to be real, okay? And it's and it's true. And when she told me that, I was like, wow, she was right. That was a real turning point for me right there. Mm -hmm. And so then I started setting um business hours, okay? Mm -hmm. And so I so I said, okay, I'm gonna work from nine to five. And I made sure between the hours of nine to five that I was working. And as soon as I started doing that, my money started being consistent. I think too many times people get into entrepreneurship because they want, quote unquote, freedom. Entrepreneur is not entrepreneurship is not as much freedom as people think. You know, what I'm saying it's very close to slavery, like because you're not just working for yourself, you're working for everyone else. I'm sorry. Now, I don't know if I could co-sign that one. I don't know. I'm listening to what you're saying. I'm I'm, I'm listening to the I context. know, right? That might be a little bit extreme, but I'm just saying it's like it's no, but seriously, it's because when you're an entrepreneur, you have to like I I have people whose livelihood depend on me, you yeah. know, and so. I think about that and I work, I work not just for myself. I work for them too. 
You know, I take I take yeah. it very personal. I take that responsibility very personal. And so, like I said, a lot of people um, think when they get into it, oh, I have my schedule this and this way. That does not work, especially when you're, um, you know, just starting out. So make sure you have in those business hours. And listen, if you don't feel good, hey, you still got to go to work. One thing about this is this. If it's raining outside, if it's if it's thundering outside, if Target is open from nine to eleven, they don't care what's happening outside. They don't care how they feel. That store is open, and so is my business. Okay. Um, the next thing I want to say is burying burying my head in the sand. Okay. Mm. We're coming overwhelmed. Like I used to. Like I wish I could have talked to that girl back then because I used to be the type of person when things got hard or if it was too many steps in, in something, you know, I would just bury my head in the sand. OK, or go take a nap. Right. <laughs> and like, hey, it'll work. It'll work itself out or, you know, just not confront things, you know, and that was a real me confronting things, me doing the hard things, maybe following up with a customer, maybe if if it was a, you know, an issue with something instead of just, you know, ignoring it, just getting to it and confronting it and fixing it and and do the back and forth for it. So that was another thing. And also, That's so my left, huh? That's so good. It's so good. Thank you. And um, also something else was not to be afraid to ask for the money. OK. I spend a lot of time going around asking for money, making sure I'm getting paid, making, you know, if I'm doing deals, making sure they're going to pay me. Um, for a long time, I used to think that I was going to go ahead and like work for free or work my way up and all that stuff like that. I don't do that. If you want to work with me, you want to pay me. Okay. And <laughs> run me my money. <laughs> run me my money. Right. And I was, cause I, no, nah, cause I used to really work hard. I used to, I used to run myself out. And so, you know, I cannot, I don't do that anymore at all. So that is the, that is definitely, you know, something I would uh, tell people. Wonderful. I love this. Thank you so much, Melissa. Um, just so sharing. Yes, yes. And so one other thing that I think that you have done um, and I've seen you do recently that I love is that you have like leapt into the media. And so yes. talk about how the Hall Insurance Group, like how you all embraced media, commercials and all that stuff. Oh, sure. So, um, yeah, definitely. So I do radio ads. OK, um, I'm doing television ads people call me medicare mail you know and um <laughs> that's so, and it works because that's what it, you're, it that's what you're in your niche it does work it's like it's crazy because people are like oh like i got spotted one time i like people like knew me i was like oh my gosh this is so crazy but it's definitely it's definitely like transformed my whole brand and everything, um, giving me that credibility and that visibility, you know, mm -hmm. and me stand out. Um, one tip I will say is this uh, when it comes to media and everything. So many times I see entrepreneurs try to jump into it. But the thing is, is this even if you offer a whole lot of products, only talk about one product. That's okay. good. 
Yes. Only talking about one product because I've seen people try to. Um, can you see me okay? Yeah, like the sun is. Listen, the sun is trying to shine on you. That okay. is so funny. <laughs> so, I know. I know. Most people don't get enough light, and I got. Too yeah, much. you're like you got you, the light is on. Okay, that's good. That's good. Okay, that's good. all right. I'm not and I don't know why either. We good. We good. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So so um, I know sometimes people they. You know, they sell a whole bunch of different products. And so when they get in front of a group, they want to tell them everything that they do. And especially if you're like trying to run a TV ad or a radio ad and that. 30 right, seconds. Huh? 30 sec you got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Maybe 60, but most time 30 seconds. Yes. And so that's one thing I see people really fail at. And because let me tell you, running TV, running radio, that stuff is, is not cheap. I spend thousands and thousands of dollars a month on this stuff. So that's the number one thing for anyone wanting to go into it. And also only give the people one way to contact you. Okay. Sometimes yes. people, when they do stuff like that, they want to go ahead and they want to give their website, their phone number, their email, all these ways. And people, you got to give them one way. Okay. So that's for that. Yes. And this is right in line. My platform builder clients, we actually just finished up talking about media. And, um, and so these are uh, amazing tips. Oh my goodness. Our time is just winding down, um, okay. winding down. And so um, definitely want to know what continues to motivate you. The goal of the show is to motivate, excite and influence. We want to know what continues to motivate Melissa D. Hall. What continues to motivate me? What continues to motivate me is that I know that I'm not finished yet. Like I know that I have so much more to do. Yeah. And I want to like, like my prayer is really like, God, I don't want to miss any of my blessings. Mm -hmm. I don't want to miss none of it. None of my assignment here. I think about the story of Moses, right? And mm -hmm. how Moses, he, led them to the promised land. He got to see the promised land, but he didn't get to go in the promised land. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to go in mine. Okay. Yeah. Like my big house that I'm going to get built, my, my, all these things I'm going to happen. Everything I said I'm going to do. I want it all. Okay. I know my kids going to do big things and everything like that, but I want mine. I don't, I don't want to say, Dag, I could have did that, or I wish I could have achieved that. No, I want it all. And so that right there, that motivates me. I want everything. So well said. I see hearts coming up. If you're if you're witnessing and testifying and saying, I am in agreement with that, throw up some hearts, throw up some hearts right now. Make sure you share this out. This was just such a great conversation uh, to have. Just sit down and have with you, Melissa. And, you know, oftentimes I interview people and I don't know them or I have never met them. Um, yeah. But I it was just a privilege that certainly we've met and I have seen, you know, yeah. oftentimes we can just go off of what's in somebody's bio, but I have seen the growth of you build a team and seen Aww. you doing commercials and all of that. And so thank you for stopping by. And one last time, where do you, all the connection points, all the, wherever you want to send them, let us know. Sure. So you all can follow me at Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A underscore D underscore hall h-a-l-l -L, okay and you can find me there on instagram um i do have a facebook page melissa d 
dot hall you can find me there as well okay also i have a youtube channel as well if you go to my youtube um melissa if you just type in youtube melissa d hall um insurance i come up also i do have a personal website as well i'm sorry i forget about that and i have, yeah, and you have it on the screen for them okay. so it's, 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 it's screen. that has links to everything courses all that type of stuff and you know hopefully Charlotte, we can continue conversation because you i have one more question you gave me about the advice <laughs> to give women entrepreneurs about going listen i don't want to i don't want to be greedy and steal your time if you got more to share let's go let's go oh are you sure yes yes so i know no, you no, have no, a no, lot no. of advice you know for women entrepreneurs in particularly and you started off talking about you know how the the field that you're in oftentimes we we feel like it's male dominated but there's there's so many women that are in insurance but um what advice would you give women entrepreneurs that are really trying to grow um their business sure so i have here so first of all don't get caught up in the details okay so many times, I, you know, y'all SNC type personalities get caught up in the details. You want everything laid out for you. Everything has to be perfect before you start. Please don't be that person. Okay. <laughs> Over in, yes, sometimes you got to learn on a job. Okay. For yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, too, I would say pay for access. Okay. Mm. That's a really big thing too. A lot of times women or they just, or entrepreneurs, you know, they don't feel like they should have to pay for information. Yeah. Sometimes you got to pay for being in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know you have in your conference pay to get in that room and hear what Charvette has to say is definitely transformational, you know, pay yeah. to get in and, and pay to get in the right rooms. Also to watch your energy that's a big one for people. So like my personal life is very simple, right? I try to keep my personal life as like drama free, as simple as possible, as calm as possible. Because when you have a lot going on personally, it does translate to your business, right? When you yeah. live like a ruckus lifestyle, let's say you going out, you know, ruckus, I, ruckus, I know, right? That's the Bible. <laughs> But it's true though. Like if you're living a ruckus lifestyle, you know, you're overindulging in alcohol, different things like that. It's hard to get up and get going for the next day. You know, it really is. You know, I started this business at 21. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I was living my life and, you uh -huh. know, and that definitely does translate into your business as well, because it's all built on your energy. So definitely watching your energy. Um, also, too, I would say, oh, look bigger. Try to invest in branding. This sun is something. <laughs> so, like, it's so like this is reality. This is what happens with reality radio, reality TV. It's all good. Yes, it's so. You know, I was trying Those to make sure you that are listening to the podcast version of this. Oh, that's perfect. Those of you yes. listening to the podcast version, you got to go check out the YouTube or the video version at charvette.com. You need you need to see this. You need to see the video. <laughs> this has been rotating. It's so funny. Oh, it's <laughs> because so, I wanted to make sure I had good lighting for you, and then by getting in front of the window, and it's just been so funny. It's so. Okay. My last my last thing was this invest in branding. Please do not go. I, I know everybody wants to. What's that Canva everything? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, and I learned this uh, from April. I'm definitely going to give her the credit. She said invest in branding to look bigger than what you are. Yes. Okay? It it makes such a difference 
when you have professional photos, okay? Because I invest well, in this. You book. know, you preaching my you preaching my message right now. All I of am. my hashtag platform builders that are watching and listening, I'm getting text messages and everything. Hashtag platform builders. They know that's in my that is a part of my 12 month program. You get professional photography. That that's amazing. Yes, because it pays to look bigger than you are because clients will take you more seriously and especially when attracting talent and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, they want to feel like people can pay them, you know. <laughs> they want to feel secure. I'm yeah. telling you. So, um, you know, it, it pays to look bigger than you are and sometimes you got to invest money into that. It's not faking the funk or anything, but right. you grow into it. You will grow oh, I love that. You will grow into it because some people feel like I don't want to be, feel like I'm being fake. That imposter syndrome. You will grow into it. I love yes. that. You grow into it. You're preaching on today. Oh. Listen, uh, mastermind platform builder, then finish the program. Professional photos are a must. Ulika Kimber, CPA. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, wonderful. Thank you for giving those those bonus. I'm gonna call those bonus nuggets. And we are, we are certainly going to uh, keep up with you and continue yeah. um, our eye on you and can keep doing big things. And thank you for stopping by. You're welcome, Shari. Thank you for having me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I appreciate you all. <laughs> Thank you. All right. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for today's show. Uh, thank you for all those that um, hung out with us. And um, if you just popped in, you're like, oh, my goodness, I missed it. No problem. You can go to Sharvet.com. That's the easiest way to listen uh, to the podcast version or view the video version, Sharvet.com. Um, that's the best connection point. And it is a wrap. Again, um, this segment was brought to you by the sixth annual pop-up conference for women entrepreneurs taking place November 4th, 5th, and 6th in Richmond, Virginia at Four Points by Sheraton Airport location. So you can fly in and all that. You'll be like eight minutes from the hotel. Um, go to heygirlhey.biz, heygirlhey.biz and get your tickets. VIP is sold out, but uh, speaker announcements are going to be happening. We've got some amazing speakers, let me tell you, and we'll be announcing those starting early July. All right. It's a wrap for today. Uh, thank you for being here and uh, we appreciate you. We'll see you all later on the web. Bye. Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Charvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show.